Well, hello everyone. Welcome to Tech for Tech, Tech Talk. This is a live show where, well, unfortunately, we can't get our stream working right tonight. So Not we're, too we're, live after yes, all. We're about uh, eight minutes late, uh, I think it is. So uh, mainly because when we pressed go live, it didn't go live, but it did and it didn't and it did. And, well, we had to restart it all and go from there. So and Richard, it's Phil's fault. Yeah, you should but, know that. Blame me. So that's that's the way to go. So we'll just say even evening to riches. I'm presuming you can all hear us. So just let us know just in case we are having any other issues. Always got issues. Well, yeah, true. One of us more than the other, I think. Not I don't know. Anything. I think that's about tit for tat. So there we go. So uh, yeah, if you can let us know, you can actually hear us. That would be amazing. So that's good. Uh, looks like we've got people uh, listening in and can see us, which is good. Wow, that's brilliant. Okay, if you are a a user of Facebook and your name has come up with this Facebook user on the live stream, can you please click the link I'm putting in the chat now, which is going to be called chat. Re, uh, sorry, chat dot restream dot io dot fb or forward slash fb it's on the screen anyway so there we go so if you click that link it'll uh, give facebook permission uh, to actually post uh, on there and under yeah. your name rather than calling you call facebook, facebook user, user. so <laughs> we've got so we've got a few uh, people in there so let's get this on the road then so if you don't know already i'm phil griffiths this is jenny and I'm his boss. And she's the boss. We were supposed to have two other guests on tonight. Unfortunately, they dropped out right at the last minute. That's okay, but because by his wife's logic and thinking, I've come up a way to rescue the show. And we're going to have a little talk amongst ourselves and everything. And you're welcome to participate as well. That's it. So we're going to do it that way. If anyone is actually wanting to take part on the show from the Facebook community or LinkedIn, send me a message and I'll send you the link. All you need is a webcam as well as obviously a microphone so people can hear you unless you've got it built into your microphone, uh, your webcam. So, and yes, John, an IT issue, the irony. Yeah, that's the, that's, yeah. the, that, that's the catch, unfortunately, when you have to rely on other service providers and providers to do things, they sometimes cock it up. So well, there we Mrs. go. Cook. So we've got, yeah, we've got Alison Cook there as well. So that's good. We've got Gary saying he can hear us. And we've got quite a few people on tonight. So that's good. So hopefully our technical issues hasn't affected it too much. Right. Okay. Let's get on with the main show. Now everyone can see, uh, see and hear us. Before we do that, we just have to do one little thing first. Where can you go and meet hundreds of people just like you? Strengthen existing relationships and forge new ones with vendors and distributors and meet some of the biggest names in the industry. Where you will be able to go and see the newest tech and services that you need to make your IT business grow. And there'll be thousands of pounds worth of prizes up for grabs. And what's more, you get all that for a quid. TechMax 2024 will be on the 21st of June at Magna Adventure and Science Centre near Meadow Hall in Sheffield. This year's event will incorporate a live tech awards with evening casino entertainment, meeting areas, demo and interactive areas and 800 other techs just like you. So go get registered now at tftmax.com com.
Okay, so as you can gather, that's TechMax. If you haven't already registered, please do. Jen's going to give you a little bit of news regarding that. Right. Okay, we got a new sign-up this week. We've got TechWare. That is our new sign-up. Uh, that's Justin Fletcher, if you were wondering, and Justin has signed up for TechMax. Um, officially announced, uh, signed up for, for TechMax is Bugs and Bites. That's Ben Ashcroft. He's one of our own. And you've got Kingston. That's Dennis, Jim, and Elaine at Kingston, uh, if you were familiar with them. And they will be coming as well as plenty more which you can visit our website to see. We've got a really strong lineup for you of people coming to Tech Max and some that just haven't paid the bill yet. So when they get theirs paid, they'll go on the website as well. Uh, we now have something amazing. Free tickets to Tech Max. Listen to that. Free tickets. Absolutely free. Uh, lunch is not included, nor is the evening. But you will be able to enter, see all the exhibitors, go to talks, and all that for free. Absolutely 100% free. However, if you want lunch, we have the one-pound tickets that are still available for that. And it's absolutely worth a one-pound to get your lunch and go around and see everybody. So either way... Winner, winner, chicken dinner. And we're taking it to the max. If you want to take it to the max with us, 25 pounds gets you in the door, gets you to see everybody, gets you lunch and dinner, and you get to go around the casino and play the games at night and a free bar. So if you want to take it to the max, that's 25 pounds per person. Otherwise, you can come in on the free ticket, the pound ticket, whatever. And yeah, I think that taking it to the max is the only way to go for me. Yeah, I think that pretty much covers it. So let us know, guys, if you've got your tickets yet. So uh, obviously, let us know if you go in. That's basically it. I'm going to go through chat. One or two people have said the stream isn't working tonight. Um, okay, so it looks like it's working to me. Is anyone else having issues? Facebook users are having issues. So can you uh, let me know? So it looks like Richard's got his uh, his tickets. I did see yours come through, Richard. So that's yep. good. Uh, it'd be uh, good to see you again. What they said was restream is not working, not the stream. Well, we stream through restream. So, uh, so obviously, yeah, we did have technical issues to begin with. So obviously, let us know. So it seems to be working for I, Richard I, tonight. So we're uh, talking about the the link in there or something right okay so yeah i see what you mean check tech max out okay so yeah it's uh i think restream must be having issues because we did have issues going live we did. so we um, really did. it kicked us out straight away and so forth so yeah okay anyway enough about that so let's get on to the next topic so we've got the tech awards if you haven't already put your name down please do for the tech awards yeah. so i'm going to put a link on the screen for that one for you so you can see it just here so it's basically the tech for tech website which is techfortechs.co.uk forward slash tech awards if you go there or just to the Tech for Tech's website and click awards, pretty straightforward. It will take you to this page here, which you can see there. And on that page, you will be able to then nominate 
yourself or others if you wish as you can see there during the nomination stage you have the option to nominate another person or even nominate yourself and that includes obviously your business if you'd like to nominate multiple people for each category simply fill out the form again please note that each category only requires a single nomination to progress to the next voting round and I'll emphasize that again, you only need to be nominated once. So there's yeah. no reason to get 10 million people to vote, uh, nominate you because you only need one vote to get to the, or should I say one nomination to get to the yeah. voting round. Uh, to get to the voting round, then obviously when it's there, then the more votes wins, as simple as that. But However, at this stage, it's one only needed. However, when you do get to the voting stage, Please don't sit on your computer and press refresh and vote for yourself 10 billion times in one night. Yeah, we've had a few people <laughs> trying with VPNs and stuff. It, it's set up to basically disqualify multiple uh, entries like that. So, yeah. uh, uh, so uh, something to watch out for. So... We do have quite a few different awards on there. So you've got Distribute Awards, Vendors Awards, as well as well as Tech Awards, so Best Store, Best Distributor, Best Rep. There's quite a few on there. I'm not going to go through all of them now with you, but you get the idea. Just go on there. Again, it's free to do. You don't need to sign up for anything. It, just go on there, and it'll be, it's pretty straightforward, really. So it should be sorted. So let's quickly go through the chat. Okay, so let's go on to the next topic. So talking about the awards. Oh, speaking of the awards, we're going to take a little trip tomorrow. Yep, I'm getting out of the office. And I'm going to go up the M1 to Ye Old Magna. I've got my trusty book of Tech Max with me. And I'm going to go and we're going to talk about what we expect of Magna in preparation for Tech Max. And after we get finished there, we're going to take a trip even further to Castleford to where to none other than Target Components. And we're going to have top secret meetings with them and eat some of Sean's famous lemon drizzle cake because he told me that he was going to be baking tonight for me. So I can't wait for that. That's absolutely... He's probably forgotten. He's probably gone. No one's probably he making does, it now. He's going, oh, my God, I promised her lemon drizzle. I've got to go to Sainsbury's all-night store. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but, yeah, so and um, you probably get a few vendors and distributors asking us uh, really? what this secret meeting's all about. We're, oh. we're just doing a general visit, guys. It's nothing too special yeah. or anything like that. So nothing for you to be worried about. Uh, so there we go. So Facebook user can't wait either. Again, Facebook user, if I'm going... Going by the comments, the other comments, is that Trisha at Target? Uh, I'm guessing yeah, it is by it the is. looks of it. So, <laughs> again, it looks like the thing for restreams playing up yet again, but where it doesn't show everyone's name. But if you do want to try clicking on the link, which I'm just going to put in chat again now uh, and giving it permission, it will obviously know, let us know who's actually commenting. Otherwise, just say what your name is afterwards when you comment, and that way we know who was responding to so richard just just bake a normal cake and stick the barbie doll in the middle of it boom <laughs> yeah yeah thinking of baking his uh, granddaughter a cake yeah barbie one so yeah de definitely uh, an option there right let's go on to some mini bits just before we go on to the main show so let me get this screen share back up again 
So we're just going over some press releases what have come through in the last week. So the first one is Pixel introduces basically a three-year warranty across the entire range. Before, it used to be like a two-year warranty, uh, and now they've basically made it a three-year warranty, but it's retrospective, which basically means if you bought a screen from, well, Target Components is where you get them from two years ago, and your warranty is about to run out, well, you don't have to worry now because it automatically adds another year on top. And obviously, if you're buying your new ones, that's three years. What's, and what's if you're thoughts? selling systems with a three-year warranty and you sold a Pixel monitor with your system with a three-year warranty, that's cool. Yeah. Because everything's covered under that three-year warranty. Mm. Well, except for peripherals, of course. Yeah. But, you know, that that's pretty good. You could upsell with that. That's it. I'm going to say it's uh, de- definitely something what makes products stand out, I always think, is if it's got a long warranty, it's going to mm. last a long time is the basics to it because obviously yeah. the, the manufacturer has put the trust into the product. They're saying it's going to last a long time. And three years is as long as uh, most PCs generally will ever have on a warranty anyway. So that's pretty good. We used to put three years on ours. Mm-hmm. And to me, it was a way of saying I... I have faith in this product. Yeah, we put three years as standard, didn't we, on all mm. hours in the day. Does anyone here use Pixel monitors? Let us know. Let us know your thoughts on them. And we've got Mrs. Mac Limited so saying hi. I'm, I think that's you're on YouTube, so hi there. Hi, Ms. Mac. Also, Origin are delighted to announce their official distribu- uh, distribution partnership with Inno3D. If you don't know Ooh. Origin, Origin is a distributor that's been around for a while, which do a lot of RAM and SSDs and stuff like that. I yeah. can't remember exactly off the top of my head how, do a how long. Bit the- all, actually. Uh, I can't remember how long they've actually been around off top med, probably 20 years or something like that. But just recently, they've got a, forget his exact name, but gaming Stewart. director or whatever. Stewart? Sorry? Is it Stuart? No, I'm talking about his. Oh, I thought you meant Stuart at Origin as well. No, I'm talking about Hits. Basically, if you know Hits from his days at Gigabyte, he also worked at CMS Distribution as well. So he's the new gaming director and he's brought brought in brands like Lexar and and obviously you've got Inno3D as well for the uh, graphics cards. And there are a few others as well, which uh, I'm not mentioning exactly any names until he gives me the go-ahead. But it's definitely a, uh, a distributor to watch out for because he does really seem to be pushing for the game he's, he's a very passionate so. person uh is hits and i i really i really like him a lot there we go so yeah so definitely and the last bit of the press release we've also got eadr on on there as well so that's east anglian data recovery you've probably seen allison in chat she's I'm not sure what her exact title is, direct, if she's classed as director or owner or or whatever. She'll probably tell us. Uh, But basically, they've launched a new website. So go take a look. Obviously, after the show, we don't want you um, logging out now. So they've launched their new website as well as an enhanced referral scheme. So if you're wanting stuff, basically... If you get a customer, let's say, who wants something repairing, like a SSD hard drive and anything storage related like that, and the one, well, not repairing, but data recovering from it, you can send it off to them, get a commission, or you can direct the customer directly to them. But uh, Alison will be able to tell you a bit more information about that if you want to have a word with her, or you can check it out on the website, which is just techfortechs.co.uk. It looks as if we're getting endorsements for pixel monitors 
from Richard Creedy and William, uh, I'm not going to try and pronounce your last name. I, I don't know how to do that. But anyway, William and Richard are endorsing them. Uh, it says, can we give a shout out to Charlie Sadler? Yeah, she just became one of us today. She's the newcomer to the group. She works at CMS Distribution, mm -hmm. and she's become one of the official geeks of Tech for Tech. Yeah, so she's so, going to be dealing with a lot of you. So welcome to the group, Charlie. And if these guys give you a hard time, let me know, and I'll get my whip out. It's no problem. Yeah, and um, as Dan says, he emphasizes that it's uh, Charlie is a woman, okay? So, but uh, apparently, so I don't um, know if he's trying to have a dig or whatever there. I don't know, but uh, that's Dan for you. No, I think he was just <laughs> making know, a point. I'm playing. Also, Flag Computers, Gary Gomez says, Pixel 27-inch, I'd be happy to recommend to clients. And William says, Allison and Steve just did an amazing job. 128 terabyte recovery project. Terabyte. 128 terabyte. Wow, that's a lot. So, Jeez uh, Louise. Yeah. So well, there must have been some sort of raid system on that one. So, but yeah. That's definitely uh, wow. Yeah, I could, I've, we've been to see Allison and Steve and some Steve of the stuff. Steve tried to tell us how to do it. Yeah. And I just stood there like, yeah, I'm quite, <laughs> I'm quite technically minded, but he was just like the next level on those. But, so. but he knew exactly what he was saying and yeah. doing, and he was passionate about it. And I got to give him that. He knew, and, and he was, he was a firm believer in the way he did it too. Yeah. So yeah, and they're a great group though at EADR, and I'm sure there's others out there that are great, but I've only seen uh, one data recovery group in person and it was there yeah. and it was amazing. So guys, if you are a vendor or a distributor and you want us to publish your press releases on our website, which gets shared out to social media, that's Facebook, LinkedIn, and all the others, Twitters, you no, know, it's X now and whatever else is uh, there is out there. What's, the, what, what's that other one? Uh, Fred's, we're on there as well. So if you want it sharing out all over there, let us know. So you just send us an email and we'll get it published for you as long as it's obviously, uh, uh, we approve it depending on obviously what the content yeah, is. Yeah, well, as long okay. as there's nothing questionable in there. Yeah, exactly. So, right. So uh, Dean Woods is saying he's dealt with Charlie today and she is very helpful, even put a deal together. That's pretty that's good. Nice. And that, that's the problem now, Charlie. You've got to give everyone You've a deal a now. set now. Yeah. You've got to live up to it. You've got to give everyone a deal now. So there we go. So, right. I never got deals like that from when we spoke with you. So I reckon Charlie's better than Dan. Yeah, but I don't know. Dan wasn't an accounts manager. True, 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 true. But still, we'll still speak to him. Okay. Dan. Yeah. <laughs> nah, that Dan's a good guy. As long as you buy him a Guinness, he's your best friend. Right. Okay. Let's get on to the, the main topic tonight then. And again, if anyone wants to join us on the show, join us here. We don't mind. Obviously, no. you can just for five minutes, just to tell your point. Just let us know. We'll send you a link and you can join us. Or otherwise, well, just tell us on here. So today yeah. we're going to be talking about software mainly. So I've got a list of software here, which we use or people have already recommended pre-show. I think Colmat recommended some, Gary Gomez recommended some, and so did Richard Creedy, which I've yeah. seen at least two of them on the, uh, the chat tonight. So, But I'm going to let you start off first, Jen. So what's your 
what's your go-to software? And again, chat, if you've got any software, please comment because obviously we want to know if you use it and what your opinions are. So, Well, I've, I've got a top three. I narrowed it down to a top three because I could go on all night with great software to yep. use. But for the jobs at hand, I have narrowed it down to three. Uh, and this is no particular order, by the way. Uh, Malware Bytes Adware Cleaner. That's awesome. If you have, let's just say someone's brought in a, a laptop or a tower, and this is great when you're doing a service, it gets rid of your adware, your spyware, your potentially unwanted programs, the browser toolbars, all of that. And the pre-installed bloatware, that's the thing of the past. Run this, it gets rid of it. Awesome stuff. That's that's great for that. So when I would do a service on a computer, I'd run that. Yeah. So that's Perfect. great. That's a good one. Does anyone else use the Malwarebytes anti-spyware cleaner? And to add on to that, we used to use as well, and I think Richard uh, Cormack mentioned this one, and Richard Creedy did as well, is the Malwarebytes tech bench. Oh, that was good. So that was a good program. Have they discontinued it? Is it still going? Because uh, remember when we used it, they hadn't really updated it other than the definitions in there for a while. I think Richard's on tonight, so he'll probably be able to let us see if they've added any new features yeah, or anything know. in there. But there, were, there was quite a few features in there. Obviously, you could do the cleanup, remove rubbish, remove programs it was a cleaner i think it was or something yeah you could add your own tools so if you wanted to add separate tools i think they added fabs backup which we're going to yeah. talk about in a few minutes but you could add your own so if you've got certain tools you want to use you can tie them into the yeah. its own into its ui basically so you can keep everything all within one program well, richard says it's still going but haven't had an update for a while yeah it's uh, that's a shame to be honest because it was it, it was really a good was tool. a helpful tool and don't get me wrong it's still going to be a good yeah. tool but it would be nice if it was sort of de developed a bit yeah. more okay the definitions are still updated yeah okay. so yeah so it's de okay. definitely a good tool what else um, you've got on your list jim pc check okay for diagnostics it's pc check i used to like the windows version the best when you could get the computer to boot up um mm. i found that just really friendly to use but of course uh old faithful as i called it when you had to boot off the memory stick was good too because you were pretty much in a pickle if you couldn't boot off the memory stick. It, I mean, yeah. it was it was like time to call the customer and tell them this is a no-fix right here. But yeah, PC Check by Eurosoft. Awesome. Yeah, there's obviously, chat, let us know if you're using Eurosoft's PC Check. Um, they've got a few versions, the Windows, the UEFI. I think there's the classic one, which probably isn't used as much these days, but don't get me wrong, it's probably still used. But if you haven't used it, it's ideal for diagnostics. Yeah. You can basically test outside of a Windows environment or within the Windows environment, if you get the Windows version, it lets you test anything from your memory, hard drive, motherboard, pretty much most things. But like any tool, and this is just one thing to there, it's for guidance and you have to know how to use it. You can't just go and press start and then it's going to do everything for you and say yeah you've got to swap out the ssd obviously yeah. if it says the ssd is filed yeah but you sometimes have to use a bit of an initiative uh, and common uh, on sense the same, on... on the same token though you don't have to babysit it 
Yeah. You can walk away, you know, and, and everything and let it run. Mm -hmm. But you do, like Phil said, you do have to actually think. It's not going to tell you everything. And you yeah. have to use your brain. We, I, <laughs> I, you can sell custom scripts. When I say when we do like our product reviews, when I'm testing like hard drives, SSD, RAM, stuff like mm. that, and even motherboards. I usually set up a script which will uh, run for at least 48 hours. So constantly basically testing the drive or putting it under stress, depending on obviously what we're doing. Uh, and that allows me to see that it is, it is capable of working for so long. We call it, uh, I call it a soak test. I'm not sure if anyone else uses that term or not. It's something I I've picked up. I've always used it. It's a, a term I picked up when I worked for Sony a long time, a long time ago. So yeah, so it's uh, it's basically a, a long stress test. Um, yeah. you're, you're letting the test soak into what you're testing, basically. Yeah. Um, so that that's pretty pretty good one. So Gary's saying um, he's uh, from Flag Computers uh, Repair. Almost daily uses Eurosoft PC check, Windows versions, and Fabs backup. Yeah, we'll get to Fabs in a few minutes. Definitely a good one. And Richard saying, yep, yeah, use both the Windows and UEFI ones. Uh, so, yep, yeah, so it looks like that's been used a lot. And William as well, who was on the show last week, and I think he's on next week's show, yeah. or, or I'll have to double-check the notes. He uses Eurosoft's PC check, great software, just needed some tweaking for the 14th gen Intel CPUs that needed some tweaks, i.e. Yeah. power limits. Yeah, so I think they brought the updates out for those now, so that's pretty good. But they're usually pretty good, and the people there to work with and uh, will give you the updates. Uh, how's everyone finding those 14th gen Intel CPUs, to be honest with you? I'm going to say they're pretty much, from what I've seen, near enough identical to the 13th gen ones. I'm going to say I've got a 13900K, and I was like, when they said they were going to bring the 14th out, I'll get the 14th, it'll help me with editing and stuff like that. And then I looked at performance differences, and I was like, everywhere saying it's like, one or two percent difference and i was thinking hmm, you probably get that just overclocking it sort of thing uh, but again what's your views and my last yeah. one on my list is none other than fabs and i call it fabulous yeah fabrice Prescott, he is awesome to work with he is a great guy and this is his product and he is in our group as well so if you ever have a problem with the product you can approach him in the group and say, hey, Fabrice, what, what's the deal here? And he will help you. Um, I used to use that to back up every machine that came through the door in our shop. And it it's just click, 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 run. And then you're off to make your coffee and have a Biscoff with it. And while it sits there doing its thing and just do your yeah. own thing too. So yeah, Fab's auto backup's absolutely brilliant. I actually used it. Was it yesterday or the day before? I can't remember. To I'm do have to use it soon on my own yeah, computer. Data, data transfer from a basically an old machine to a new one, and it's pretty easy to use. You just load the program or put an external drive into the machine, or you can actually put that drive directly in a new machine and do a yeah. direct transfer. It copies like the user profile data. You can get it to copy your OneDrive, Google Drives, settings uh it copies a lot of the like uh, your chrome stuff as well if i remember right i don't think you can do edge 
There's one of them it can't do. I can't remember, but not that many people use Edge, to be honest with you. But yeah, so, and then you can tell it to uh, back up, obviously, your documents, pictures, and all that. But it makes it easy. It's just one program, run it. It backs it up into basically a a folder on an external drive. I usually use an external SSD if I'm doing it. Uh, And then you plug that into the new one, run the program again, press restore, and it puts all the stuff in in the right place on that machine, including user profiles and absolutely everything. So you've Long got like gone five are users. The days of copy mm-hmm. and paste. Yeah. So oh it, gosh, I remember those days of having to copy and paste to a source. Yeah. But definitely. it took forever. And if it, for some reason the power cut, hmm. you had to do it again. Yeah. Or if you press the wrong thing, or I, I don't know, maybe come by and. You're getting ready at the end of the day to, to go home. And I've done this before. I'm shutting down everything. And I go by on the workbench. And I went, go to hit the kill switch. And feels like, no, you did not just do that. And I'm like, what? What did I do? I had a backup going. Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not anymore, you don't. <laughs> so a good thing about it as well, you can run it again right afterwards if it did yeah. cut out, and it just carries on from when it is. It gives you the option to replace, uh, overwrite, should I say, or just uh, uh, just copy the new stuff, what hasn't been copied already. You can even that set it up on a schedule to automatically back up as well if you're wanting to. And the price of the program... I think it's the best best thing is very crazy? little. I can't remember exactly how much it is. Someone in chat's probably going to go and have a look and you see exactly how much it is. There's something like 40, 50 quid a year or something like yeah. that. It's very cheap. With unlimited use. Yeah, generally you use it once and it, it's paid for itself. So. It, it pays for itself if it can back up my computer and get me happy. Yeah. <laughs> That's definitely- Seriously, because I'm, I'm planning on doing another build. My computer is going to go bye-bye pretty soon. And I need to back up my computer sooner than later because I'll be sitting here now, go home, and, and something will happen, and it'd be procrastination. But anyway, I will use fabs when it comes time. Yeah. Because I am not going to sit there all day long and and go through backing up, backing up, backing up. I have better things to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's <laughs> ideal for that. I'm going to say you can use it for uh, a one-off just for your own stuff, but for customers. Yeah. And it's again, it's one license you buy, and you can use it like a hundred times, a million times if you really, well, if you could, yeah. if you really wanted to. So it's absolutely brilliant to use. Uh, so yeah, de- definitely do recommend Fabs. And if you didn't get um, gather why it's called Fabs Auto Backup is as Jen Fabrice. said, Fabrice Fab. We just thought it was fabulous to begin with yeah. until we actually met the guy or spoke to him online or the whatever it was teams and basically yeah, Fabs it stands for Fab. I Reese. would like to get Fabs to Technax. Yes, like. it's I a keep, bit of a journey for him. Yeah, it's it's a bit of a journey, but um, I reckon he could get a motorcycle through the tunnel. Yeah, so, yeah, he's from France. If you if you didn't gather that, probably gathered that maybe from his name, but that doesn't always mean everything. Uh, right, okay, let's quickly go through to to the chat then. So let's have a look. So yes, so Richard's saying, I'm guessing this was regarding Eurosoft. If you stress the drive and it has data on it, make sure to uh, you back it up. Yes, that's a good point. Good, good one there, Richard. It's always good to back up um, anything machines. And again, we use fabs to do that if we're going to work and do anything.
and on any machines, we back up it first just in case because the last thing you want is the customer turning around, where's my precious pictures of my little Bob when he's a baby and all this, that, and the other. Yeah. So William's saying he uses Eurosoft PC check. Great software, just needed some tweaking for the photo. Yeah, we've already read that one, haven't we? So, so yeah, to- totally agree. And Dean's saying he heard about fabs from this group. So that's the Tech for Text group. If, yeah. if you're not watching from the Tech for Text group, if you're not sure how to join the Tech for Text group, just go to the Tech for Text website, so techfortext.co.uk, and then there'll be a bit what says join at the top. Click that and it'll tell you the rules and conditions. We've got like 1,600 members. So I am, I'm waffling, I'm waffling. No, but... I'm talking about when you join. Oh, yes. Sorry. Answer the question. I thought she was telling me off then. But yeah, so when you join on Facebook, it will ask you, what's the name of your business and all this, that and the other. Obviously, fill that in because if you don't, you don't get in. It's as simple as that. We turn away nearly 10 times more people than we let in, mm. mainly because they don't fill the questions in. It could be Bill Gates. But yeah. if he doesn't say he's from Microsoft, well, he's retired now, but you know what I mean? We're not letting him in. It's as simple as that. So, That's true. Unless it's someone else called Bill Gates. And, and, and when you do else. fill in your form, make sure that you do it correct. When I say correctly, don't try and put that you work at, I don't know, Harrods in the IT department and things like that, because we do check around. Oh, yeah. Um, we do check around. Especially when it's vendors and distributors. If you say you work for one of those, yeah. we we do quite strict on that one. We do chase up the uh, distributors on that for quite often. So William was just saying that, that uh, this is for the 14th gen, so just a bump in megahertz, but some like the... Uh, that's the i7 the 14700kf got a four core jump which is yeah i suppose that's pretty good actually it brings it closer to the uh, uh, 14900k i suppose so yeah that's definitely uh, worth uh richard say is still recommending the 13th gen at the moment uh, i suppose the good thing is that they're all, both using the same socket so yeah. you can still use the z690 790 boards uh, they may need a bios update but they'll work on the 14th gen so that's good uh, let's have a look. Richard saying, yep, use fabs. Forgot to add to his list earlier. Yeah, he's sent a list. I've still got a few things on his list to go through. I can use... Oh, Richard saying he uses Edge. We've found the only person that uses the Edge. The only person in the group, Richard, you have made the number one and only one that uses Edge in the group. Saying that, what are we using at the moment to go? I'm not. Yeah, so no comment. I'm using it. But yes, so uh, yeah, we are using Edge, but there is a reason for that because we have different browsers open so we can do share screens and stuff so it doesn't interfere with each other. But yeah, we are using Edge to go go live. So Rich is also saying that I used to recommend to customers Malware Bytes Browser Guard as well. Uh, I've not used that one. Is that the one that basically just stops the adverts and pop-ups or is it just like stopping you going on specific websites like what could be dangerous? Uh, I think he means the, the one that stops you from going on the websites. Yeah. I know there's a few different variations of different ones out there. William, okay. Ninite. I used to use Ninite. Yeah, Ninite's good. They do a free and a pro version. But just remember, if you are preloading machines and putting stuff like that on, is 
obviously if you've not used the program first it's basically uh, you go to their website you choose what programs you want it puts it all in one installer and then when you run it on the machine it then installs them all at once so you can install chrome google earth yeah. uh, adobe breeder and all those sort of things all together in one go uh, just uh, remember if you are installing any of them you've got to obviously have sort of like permission to use some things because yeah. um things some things on free licenses uh, some programs you're not allowed to put on for commercial use and stuff like that. Again, if anyone ever checks on that, it's another thing. But again, that's the legal rules. And that's the same with a lot of things. If you're using the free tools like the malware bytes, spyware cleaner or whatever it's called, adware cleaner, the free versions, if you do read the terms and conditions, you're not allowed to use this for commercial use. As well as C-Cleaner. Yeah, and that's why you need for the Malware Bytes one, you, they recommend you get the TechBench one because you're paying for the service so you can use it. So just a heads up there. Probably nothing will ever happen, but if someone came knocking on your door, that could be an issue. Yeah. So, so yeah, so we've used it in the past. It's a good program. Let us know if anyone else uses it. So, uh uh, it's pretty good. It looks good. like Charlie from CMS has joined us. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. So, Charlie from CMS is here as well. So, I'm not sure if she was listening earlier on when we were talking about her, but uh, uh, you'll probably have to go back yeah. in the, earlier in the show uh, and hear what all the things Dan was saying about you. <laughs> so, uh, and yes, you do really need to chuck something at his head when you're in the office tomorrow. And, Charlie, like I said, welcome to the group. And, um, Feel free to chat away. The more active you are in the group, the more the, the group gets to know you and everything. And that's yeah. good for everybody. Yeah, to to totally true there. So let's have a look at one thing. So Scan Circle. Who's used Scan Circle here? So uh, again, whoever it was who said Scan Circle, that's a good that's definitely a good one. Uh Scan Circle's sort of like a best way of putting it is a diagnostic program built into a web browser so you can direct your customers to it or you can go there yourself and it'll go through and check certain things on the web via the website on your computer gives you specifications as well as like event history and if there's not up to date and things like that and then it'll relay it back to you and you can let's just say you had a computer in for a service you could run that first and then basically it'll tell you all the things what are wrong to a degree, obviously, like most things. Uh, and then you can fix all those issues and then give the person, the customer the report back saying, look, these are all the issues you had to start with on top of whatever you brought in for. And these are the issues or no issues now. So basically you've got a clean bill of health and then that was what it was before. So you, I think if I remember, right, it gives you a score rating, but I might be wrong there. Yes. Yeah, you say, you, yeah, you got a five, three out of 10 before. Now you're getting a 10 out of 10. Yeah. Or I think it might be I'm a percentage sure a or something like that. But again, you can link that in with your website and stuff. Scan Circle again. Forget the guy's name, but he is in the Tech for Text group um, as well. So if you do need to contact him, just tag me in and I'll uh, I'll try and remember his name or someone in chat here will uh, actually uh, oh. comment. So... Jace, if you need to use the the chat dot restream dot io forward slash Facebook, uh, that will get your name up there to answer your question. Okay, so we Richard saying yes, Scan Circle very uh, useful for or 
the auditioning machine in question, auditing, sorry, the machine auditioning, yeah. <laughs> we're, not, we're not running the X Factor. What are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. Mm. It shows what, what the head does when, uh, when you're on a live show. So, Arnold, that was it. Run, scan, circle. Thank you, Facebook user. We find it really useful for getting the info on customers, computers who have inquiries with uh, inquiries with us uh, or inquired with us, depending on how you want to put that. Uh, so that's pretty good. Facebook user also says, unless it's a different one, oh, that's Jace uh, at uh, CRM. And he's saying, I need reminding how to put my name up and not just Facebook user. So again, click that link, what's been posted in chat a few times, highlight it here on the screen. So it's chat.restream.io forward slash FB. That'll get you there. Otherwise, just log in and view us on YouTube and you don't have to go through all that hassle. Unfortunately, it's one of those Facebook things within groups. Uh, we next. have a good evening from Inverness. Well, good evening, Inverness. How are you tonight? There we go. So Inverness, so who's going to be, who is it from Inverness? I do know, I do know. Is it Will? Could be Will. I'm thinking someone else. I'm trying to think of his name now. It's completely gone. So we've also got um, Facebook user saying cheers, uh, Richard. So it's Robert. There we go. That's it. Is it Robert? Cold Robert. Yeah, cold Robert, yeah. (laughs) I know, I know exactly what you mean, Robert. I'm freezing. That's it. So we've got Gary saying, let's have a look. I've used it very good, but never really got the volume of inquiries as I expected. However, that's definitely more my uh, inability to use it correctly. I think that's probably it with a lot of programs. If we don't use them yeah. to the full or we don't put our time and effort into it, we sometimes think it's not actually that good. And he's obviously talking about Scans uh, um, Circle. Facebook user, we are having issues with Restream tonight. So if you can't get your name through there, it's, it's not just you. There's a lot of people having issues, and it's the reason we're having to do the show as we're doing it tonight. Yeah. So we, we, we did have a few issues at the beginning, so you might actually find a stream what lasted like one second or something like that. So, yeah. yeah. So, okay, so it's Robert Inverness. Okay. Um, so there we go. <laughs> get, the, get the right people. So, yeah. So, Okay. So that's a problem when everyone comes up as Facebook users. So when you're commenting, guys, okay, we've only got a few minutes left of the show, but uh, if you comment and just put your name at the end, put like Dash Robert or Rob or whatever, and then we'll know who's talking. So, right, okay, so we one thing um, Eurosoft also do, Richard mentioned this earlier on, and I forget about this, they do zero data. So if you're actually ever wanting to wipe drives or anything like that professionally, like... uh, I'm not sure if it's actually classed as military grade, but it's it's like up there, and basically it'll wipe your hard drives, SSDs, and stuff like that. So that is a good program. I think. But make sure you back it up before you do this. If well, you if you wipe, it. yeah, obviously <laughs> if you're wiping it, you know, you because you're always it. gonna have the, that one instance where you've got Phil going in there. I'm gonna wipe this drive. I'm never gonna use it again, and I come in there. You did back up our wedding pictures, didn't you? I didn't know they were on here. Uh, you're not going to live very long is all I'm going to say. So always back that up. Yes. Yeah, they de- de- definitely do that. So make sure you back stuff up. So it takes quite a while to do like the really uh, strenuous backups and stuff. And obviously make sure you've got the right drive selected when you tell it to delete it. It's also a good, good tip. I've seen that before. I, I've done that, actually. I hate to admit it, but I've actually wiped it. Right. I'm going to open a can of worms now. Okay, guys, I want your you to tell me what security programs you use. 
using? Ooh. Are you using Norton, Bit Defender, Soft? Yeah. Are you a McAfee or a Kaspersky fan? Is there something else there you're using, like ESET or any other that I'm missing? I'll open up the can of worms. Uh-oh. Uh, I have on my personal computer MCSoft mm-hmm. at the moment. Yeah. We've been using them in a little while. The main reason we use MZSoft rather than any of the others or obviously other than the thing that it works and does what it's supposed to is that you can brand it. Yeah. You can charge people monthly for it. So you can like put a monthly license on there, so which I think is absolutely ideal. It did uh, it, We did have it tied into uh, when we um, had the store into our like the, our systems for uh, uh, invoicing customers and sending tickets out and everything like that as well. What was it, Repair Shopper, I think yep. it was, um, and stuff like that. So, yeah, I do like that one. But uh, they've also got revenue share as well. So that's pretty good. And uh, William, yeah, William uh, says, Richard wait for Creedy someone to say it. Richard Creedy has already said it. Uh, Richard Creedy has already said it. Ma- he beat you to it. Yeah. <laughs> Richard Creedy, malware bites and Windows Defender. I'm sorry. I hate Windows Defender. It's an absolutely annoying little. <laughs> I, I think the way I'm going to say is I prefer Windows Defender or whatever Windows Microsoft wants to call it these days over a free program like AVG or Avast. Oh, any day. Yeah. They, they, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. That's just, they were a real pain in the backside. Mm-hmm. And now I, I will I will take up from on this. Back years ago, and when I say years ago, I'm talking like Windows 98 time period. Mm-hmm. AVG was a great little program. It really was. I used mm. to use it in the States to clean up nasties yeah. on my machine, um, as as I did with Avast. Mm-hmm. So if you had like a, a virus and you couldn't get rid of it, that was great. It, it was a great little tool to use. But as time changed, so did the program, yeah. and it just... No. Yeah, it got to one of those things where you it basically pops up every five seconds asking you to buy something, yeah. buy something, buy something. If I'm right, so are they owned by Norton now? AVG I think Avast is, but I'm not sure about AVG. I think I think Avast bought AVG or the other way around, and then Norton bought, and then they bought Bulgard as well. I think oh. something like that. It's uh, it's I... in my head that someone will probably correct me uh, and tell uh, tell tell us there. I, I thought that it was Bullguard. No, I'm oh, sorry. I'm, I'm getting really confused now. Norton bought Bullguard and Avast around the same time. Yeah, there was, there was quite a few in the short period. So, yeah, we know Norton bought Bullguard. Yeah, yeah, it was Avast and Norton Lifelock bought AVG. Brilliant, Richard. I knew it was around about there somewhere. So, Dean is saying he uses Sentinel 1 for business. I've heard good things about that, actually. And Norton for non business customers. So, that's okay. pretty good. Let's have a look. And Richard's saying Norton is starting to adopt some of AVG slash your vast habits. Uh, oh dear. So well, we won't go there. <laughs> I tell you what, Dean, a lot of people are not fans of Norton. 
we all know that for various things. I think they have done a lot in the last year or so to improve and so forth since the board board got, especially time. especially for the reseller side of things. If you want, Dean, you don't have no pressure here. Give us a quick sentence or paragraph why people should use Norton. And obviously, this is from your point of view to obviously, well, yeah. I'll specifically say persuade people to to sh- show what to, what it's actually like William these days. Says he's using Norton. So it needs proper setup and sometimes an off function. Okay, so okay. it's uh, <laughs> so it's one of those things you have to turn off all the notifications inside. I think we used to have to do that with Bullguard, turn off the no- notification settings so it didn't pop up with the adverts. There was one it. thing that I hated in Bullguard, and it didn't always do this. Mm-hmm. It got to where it would pop up a notification, your subscription is low, and you'd have like 90 mm-hmm. days or so left on your subscription. And people would go in there and resubscribe without going into the shop and getting it from us. Yeah, you still I got commission. I absolutely hated that. I yeah, hated we got the that. commission, but when when they like drop the price something stupid to like fifteen pound for a license or something, when you're getting twenty five percent of that, it's like <laughs> it's I not a lot. I wanted them to bring the computer in though for a service and full guard. Yeah. You know, that's and, how we and, always sold security and yeah. um, sell, sell it as a add-on or a combined thing. So we used to go to a lot of customers and do the, just yearly uh, service and security, uh, which was a, a good thing when the security got new, near renewing. They'd call us up, we'd go out, charge Or them. you'd have little old ladies Around. coming in through the, the store. Can you MOT my computer? That was their words. Can you MOT mm-hmm. my computer? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Come on in. I can see where you're coming from there. It's a bit like that AVG and a Bass finger saying that um, they keep popping up and asking you to spend more and more. Is that on the same on the reseller version or is that just on all of them? So, again, it's, it's a shame. I'm going to say Norton's going to be at Tech Max. So I'm not going to talk bad about them, but obviously yeah. if people are going to bring it up, we're going to talk about it. I will right. talk bad about Windows and AVG, but... Um... <laughs> <laughs> okay. So there we go. Don't get anything in here. Right, let's quickly go through a few other things I've got down on here. So I've got Cloud Dolphin. This was mentioned by Cormac, the Irish guy. That's... Uh, uh, online backup facility. They do lots of different things. That's so Cloud Dolphin. I think it's Kieran Francis. He's also yes. a Tech for Text member as well within the group. Yeah. So that's something to use. So online backup facility. So they'll store all, all, obviously they resell it. So you can sell it onto your customers and stuff like that as well, which is pretty good. An alternative, I know a few people use Live Drive. Obviously OneDrive's an option as well. We uh, used to use Live Drive yeah, in the store. That's it. So on customers, uh, we were tied into that for quite a while. I think yeah, it was we one were. of the first ones to really do it where it yeah. worked out for us, but uh, it got a little bit unpredictable. I think the best way of putting it. <laughs> That's one so, way of coming So what it. cloud backup services does everyone who's watching use? Feel free to comment. Let me go through what else we've got on this list. So we've also got Richard Creedy saying he uses a cloning tool, which is called a HD clone by, is it MyRay? dot de or something like that so that's for cloning and i think gary also mentioned he uses a cronus as well does anyone else use any sort of cloning tools or have any views on them can you think of any 
uh, that we we uh, used to use a Cronus when we did a lot. I don't do much cloning these days. I'm trying to think days. of. I don't. I don't really clone a lot. We usually use fabs to do that. We usually do yeah. a fresh install of Windows and then copy the stuff over with fabs um, rather than cloning. I was just trying to think that years ago, back when CD burning was a thing, mm-hmm. and what I mean is the legal to burn stuff like. You have a backup of your own data kind of burning CD. Okay, yeah. So you just yeah. save yourself on CDs or DVDs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would use this this program uh, that would burn data. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what it was because you would, you would always get it free with a new PC. Could have been a Cronus and stuff like that. that it always a put one. a disk in there. In your new PC or or any kind of software you bought, Nero, Nero the one. yes, yeah, Nero, yeah, Nero. I completely forgot about Nero. Yes, definitely. Evening Gadget Joe. If guys, if you don't yes, know who Gadget Nero. Joe is, check out his YouTube channel as well. He's he does like uh, reviews and stuff like that of products. He's also going to be covering TechMax, so he's actually going to be coming doing some probably pictures of videos and stuff like that obviously it's up to him what he does but he's actually going to be covering it he's one of the classes one of our media partners so definitely check him out that's Me gadget either, joe i haven't used it in years either i was just sitting here thinking about all the things i've used over the years and i, I actually like nero yeah it was it was good i think it, the last time I started using it, it was like when people had old copies and then you'd put it on the newer versions of Windows yeah. and a lot of the icons and buttons were missing. And it was mainly when the UI was, uh, Windows UI was slightly out. So, yeah, definitely. You also had Power DVD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Power DVD for playing DVDs. Yeah. yeah that, I think that's been replaced with by VLC player these yeah. days um, yeah. for most things. Uh, we've got Mrs. Maxine Carbon Copy Cloner used a few years ago, and dip- display stuff was brilliant when I worked at uh, secondary school. That's pretty good. And Facebook users going back. Roxia, uh, I was yeah. working at Dell when that was a real thing, and that would have been in 2002 to 2003. And yeah, I remember that. Okay, so we'll just go back to the Norton thing. We've got um, Dean who resells Norton saying, very briefly, pricing and rebates are very good. Yes, we do turn off some of the notifications, but we have done that with all AV protection in the past. And you've got free VPN, dark web monitoring, password lock, and believe it or not, it is very quiet. We have, and it's not showing it all on there. Let me just go back. Uh, we have no complaints from our 2,000 plus a year subscribers on Norton. UK support from Pete. Yeah, Pete Johnson yeah, is a good guy. Good. Uh, and Co is second to none. Yeah, so I'd say one of the strongest things Norton's actually got for him and the staff, I think, is brilliant. So there's Pete Johnson and there's Lucy Lincoln. She doesn't work in that side of things now, She, but she's still at Norton, but she's not on the reseller side unless she's moved back. And there was the other Pete. What was the other Pete's name? The Morley. boss. Morley? Morley. Morley. That was it. Pete Morley as well. I'm presuming he's still there uh, uh, from when he used to uh, run things. Does it show? I, I challenge you. Have you ever run out of internet and had to go to the grocery store at 12 a.m. to pick up one of the free DVDs of AOL or whatever was available at the checkout counter so you could have internet. Yeah. 
just so you could hear Joanna Lumley saying, you have mail. No, mine would always be, you, 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 you've got mail. We yeah. don't have that many coming through. Did, was it like a celebrity who said you got mail and said welcome to AOL and stuff in the States? Because it was Joanna Lumley over here. It was a guy in the States that said, you've got mail. Yeah, it's um, probably probably you're probably not a fake. It's probably just some random bloke out of the office, but over here it was Joanna Lumley. I don't know. It was, like, um, it was a guy in the States, yeah. though, and oh, I good. found it very annoying when I'd turn on my computer and after Start Me Up had just finished playing, and I'm going mm-hmm. back to Windows 95, yeah. <laughs> and you'd hear, you, 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 you've got mail. <laughs> There we go. William said no, but I had a Bluetooth 56K modem so I could use the internet from a different room on the route. And that was before Wi-Fi was a thing. Yeah, oh. I had that. Yeah, I, I remember the early days of Wi-Fi going around to people's houses and they're having laptops and having to uh, fit in the PCIMCA cards with the Wi-Fi. So it was like a, a big slot what you had to put in yeah. a long time ago that was with the days uh, i remember coming over here to visit phil on holiday and i was about to throw this little card away and phil says what are you doing and i said i'm just getting rid of this he says no that's valuable leave it alone and it was a wi-fi card for a laptop do you remember yeah, it was probably the PCI MCA. Yeah, I can't yeah. believe I actually remember it's a PCI MCA card. I, I do, said that many because times. you used them enough. Yeah, but yeah, that, that's definitely time's gone by. Right, we're getting close to the end of the show, guys, but we're just going to keep it going for a few minutes. Still people watching and so forth. Uh, we've got oh, a few I things to mention. That. One more thing so. about Gadget Joe. When you get kicked off because someone's trying to use the phone or you get online and it has just dialed in, you have finally been connected after two hours of trying to get on. Mm-hmm. And then, I need the phone. Yeah. Oh, God. That's when the swearing began. I That's rem- the reason mm-hmm. that we got mobile phones in the house. Yeah. Yeah. I remember downloading my first MMO game, so massive multiplayer online game, and that was EverQuest. And on a 56K modem, I swear that thing took 48 hours to download and install on the PC. And funnily enough, as soon as I finally got it to install and I was like, right, start the game, they had a server outage for the next three days or something like that. So I couldn't play. <laughs> I was like, well gutted. So, yeah, so, when, so definitely. Just before I got with Phil, I was, I was dating this guy, and he's the reason I started playing Star Wars was to – spend time with him but things happen and that wasn't great but the, i was trying to install star wars at his house and it took one solid week to get star wars installed 56k from surprise it didn't take longer i uh, mean seriously yeah. I, I left star it wars running ca- from one weekend mm-hmm. to another when i came back and i was finally able to to get in and see tatooine and all of that. And, and if anyone's wondering what we're on about Star Wars, Star Wars Galaxies, it was a, another MMO-type <laughs> game. So a bit like EverQuest and predecessors to the WoW or World of Warcraft and so on. Right, okay, let's go to the last one I've got on my list, and then I've got one myself to add in there. So... This is one's brought by Richard. Yeah, there are tools out there what a lot of people forget about, and they're built into Windows, like SFC, yep. CheckDisk, Disk yep. Cleanup and DISM. 
do people still use those tools? I'm going to say, I know I do. Now, well, now and again, less so than you used to, but there are lots of tools built into Windows. You can even do things like hard drive or SSD speed checks with Windows. You can do network speed check and all these different things if you obviously know, obviously, the commands to put into uh, either command prompt or PowerShell or whatever you're deciding yeah. to use these days. So there are lots of tools. So let us know if you're using those. And one more thing, we're talking about software, but we've not talked about the main piece of software everyone's using, unless you're a Mac fan, Windows. and that Windows. All right. Who out there can take me to the earliest version of Windows in the audience that mm. you used? Oh, used. I think 3.1 or 3.1. I used 3.1. Yeah. No, sorry, 3.0. 3.0. I did. I don't think I used 3. I think 3.1. I'm pretty sure it was 3.1 or 3.11, I think it was. So, so those, a few people have mentioned about things like SFC. They've never had them. I have had them work on older versions of Windows, to be honest with you. So, yes. yes. I miss Windows ME. I was the only one in my group that got along with it. If you tweaked it out and everything and you knew what you were doing and you understood it, it was awesome. It did have some good features because it was sort of that crossover before yeah. XP. and where it was, I hated and Vista. It, I think it was the first version that had like the system restore features. Yes. Don't get me wrong, it didn't work half the times, but it was the first one. It was, it, I think it was more of a test bed, to be honest with you. Than I, I really, I really, the only one I've really, really hated is Vista and 8. I mm. hated 8 as well. Yeah, hate 8. Yeah. So, yeah, and Vista. So, again, it's one of those rules that say every odd one's a bad one. Uh, I love Windows what's... 95. Yeah. 98 was pretty bad, but 98 second edition was the forgiveness for mm -hmm. it. Let's finish the show up. What's everyone's views on Windows 10 and 2025? Obviously, that's next year. Windows 10 comes to end of life total end of life you know, and that means everyone needs to be on windows 11 or if there's a windows 12 out by then who knows i i liked windows 10 well i wasn't sure if i was gonna like it when it first came out i, I will say that because i was spoiled to seven and i really liked seven yeah but it was like a paint job on windows 7 to me i could still get mm -hmm. around find things and everything and the same with 11. 11, it's just sort of a, like a refreshed look, like a, a more refined look, you yeah. might say. Um, I'm still able to find everything. So, yeah, I'm not sure what to expect, though, if we go to another Windows. And I'm pretty sure we will. But I'm, pr I'm pretty sure they're going to be tying in a bit more of the uh, Microsoft Copilot, which is the AI side yeah. of things and stuff. But how many people actually are using this AI Copilot in the Windows and stuff? Are many people actually using it other than as a novelty, a bit like when Cortana first came out for Windows 10 or was it 8? I can't remember. It was one of them. People used it for the first few times. It's like, Cortana, what's the weather? A bit like you do on your phones with the name starting with S. 8. 
that Cloton. I think it might have been eight, but did, are you actually using these AI tools? No. Um, I know a few people use obviously like ChatGPT. That sounds stuff. quite annoying because you'd be talking to mm. someone in the room and she'd start chatting away or you'd answer the phone and she'd be chatting mm -hmm. away back to you and I finally disabled it online. The only people I found that actually used um, Cortana a lot were people who were visually impaired. I they'd can ask see it, it having its place. They'd ask to read a screen and stuff like that yeah. and help them. I'm not sure what, what they're going to what they're gonna do now. Oh, those people, now they, that's gone. It's probably all aftermarket and other ways of doing it. So I um, see it being a good assistant. Yeah. If, if used, you know, in the right circumstance. But. Let's quickly go to chat then because we're getting on. So, uh, so William saying he agrees about Pete. Uh, that's Pete Norton. is very uh, easy to deal with. Uh, we've already mentioned about the 56k wireless. Uh, Richard saying he had a separate phone line for his dial-up. Yeah, yeah, I had to do that. 15 floppy disks uh, Joe's on about there. So, yeah, I remember the days of games came on lots of floppies. I had that many disks to install a Logitech mouse with. I kid you not, Gadget Joe. Uh, and I had to go to the library to go online to get instructions for how to do it with on their website because I couldn't get online due to the fact that my mask wasn't working. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I think uh, gadgets going on about kids being spoiled and stuff like uh, that these days. I, to be honest with you, yeah, it is one of those things as kids just don't know how it is. But then again, back then, to us, that was normal. It was okay. It was better than going to the library and reading a book. You could get online. You just had to wait a few minutes and then wait for the web page to load. I or you in the got... library. I enjoyed oh, the books. Uh, or you had the encyclopedia on your computer. Which one was it? In yeah, Carter. Britannica. In Britannica. Carter. We had we had Britannica, and there was encyclopedia. I think. It was in, in car, car, in car in I think that was the one well. what the bundled were a lot of PCs. So a Facebook user was saying that his uh, SFC and D, uh, DSM um, never worked. William saying Windows 3.1 is his first Windows. And let's have a look. Gadget Show was saying that built-in Windows prompts for error checking forever. He still uses them basically, so yeah. that's good. Richard Creed is saying 3.11. Obviously, we miss Windows ME. That was one of the ones what we've already mentioned. Facebook users saying Windows 95. That was OSR2. Is that like Service Pack 2? Did anyone use DOS? Is there any DOS users in the audience while we're reading this? Because I, a DOS user... I was a pre-Windows chick. Um, mm -hmm. When I went to school, um, we had to C colon, uh, C DOS, C DOS run, yeah. <laughs> run, run. Um, we had to change directory. CD was change directory. Yeah. If you remember. Colon forward slash and then type yeah, in. Yeah. 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 All that. So you can still use a lot of that. It's still, well, it's sort of built in Windows. It's rather than Windows being built on DOS, it's now sort of included in Windows as a extra program sort of thing, isn't it? And most people use PowerShell these days. I remember with DOS going to school and learning it, I had a book this thick learn mm. DOS commands and stuff. Oh, my God. Yeah, uh, first IBM was DOS. Yes, yes, 
I remember being in school and we had IBM computers and DOS. Oh, I remember the first DOS game I when played. When I say school, I mean college. The first DOS game I played because it was when I had a piece first PC. It was it was Star Trek game Final Utility. Utility, Unity, Unity, Final Unity, I think it was, or something like that Star Trek game, and you had to load it through DOS because it wouldn't work in Windows. And before that, I had the Amiga, obviously, with a workbench on. So, like Mrs. Max um, saying there, it was my dad's Amiga 500, with the, which you put the, the hard drive on the side and everything like that. The first computers that I had to use, had to have used, was you had apples in school. Mm hmm. They started putting apples in school, and I remember using those. And in the library, when I graduated school and started working in the library, we had a Tandy. I don't know if you remember Tandy. Tandy yeah. But it was a really good little computer, was Tandy. Did, yeah. Well, that's pretty good. We've got Richard Creedy saying he got along with Vista fine. It was the machine it was built for. Yeah, that was it with Windows Vista. And as well with um, Windows ME, if you've got a brand new machine and put the brand new Windows on, mm. it actually, in most of the time, worked pretty well. It's yeah. the biggest issue. And I think that's why they're doing it with Windows 11, to be honest. A lot of people are putting old... I mean, newer versions of Windows on really old machines, which would then cause lots of issues and give the actual yeah. software a bad name. Um, because we all know that Windows 11 will work on older machines than the 8th gen or 7th gen CPUs, what they're saying that it needs, um, because we've seen it all working <coughs> and you can basically edit it so it will work. Not that I recommend that, but I we think. all know it works. So, yeah, I totally agree with that. You all right? Wrap it up, Griff. I'm starting yeah, to cough and we, We're getting there, guys. Just quickly going through the <laughs> uh, comments. So, so Richard saying started with a Commodore with a VIC-20. Windows 1 was for, uh, Facebook users' first one, which is pretty good. God, we've got lots of chat coming. That beat me right yeah. there because I was a 3.0. That's it. So I think that's the first window where you can't get more earlier than one unless you beat it. So we don't do a single Windows 10 license anymore. Uh, William's saying it's Windows 11. Uh, we're working with customers to support legacy hardware with Windows 11 at the moment, which is good. And Gadget Joe, Windows 12 is coming. I'm not allowed to say anymore as it's NDA, but I can confirm 12 is coming sooner than you think too. So obviously that's the same with anything like that. So... Again, we'll see it when we see it. Let's let's sort. That's all we can say on that one. I look forward to it. Yeah, I do as well. But uh, <coughs> we'll see. It. And uh, Mrs. Mac Limited is saying yes. Vic Twenty, my first Commodore Two, then the sixty four, then Amiga. Uh, first PC type machine was BBC Micro. What my dad had. That was the first one I, I had. It was from that. I, I remember 18, being three, about. Four, I, think. I was probably about nine or ten. And the apartments up the street from me, there was this girl the name Michelle, and she had a Commodore 64. And she never touched the thing. And every time I was there, my hands were on that Commodore 64. Yeah. And she's like, that thing is so boring. Why do you mm -hmm. like it? And I was like, it's fun. <laughs> That's it. I've, I've heard that same rumor, Richard, about Windows 10 is going to be like paid for updates afterwards. The question is, will it just be security updates or will it actually be updates to allow like new things to work with it and stuff like that? And Facebook see. users uh, started on a BBC Model B at school. 
and Acorn Electron, but the first computer was the C64, uh, same as Mrs. McRichard says. What about XP Media Center? I forgot about the Media Center edition. Yeah, I remember that. So, uh, did anyone actually use the Media Center part? Uh, I did actually have a few customers who did have it set up with TV cards. If you're young and you don't know what TV I card is, TV cards. yeah, that was like before you could watch like TV programs like BBC iPlayer and stuff yeah. on your computer. You actually had to plug an aerial or whatever into your PC so you can watch watch TV. I actually remember not having enough USB ports, as a matter of fact, on my um, computer and having to go out and buy a card mm. for that as well. Yeah, you still and, do that today. Yeah. But yeah, so Encarta was the Microsoft one. Yes, that's it. Rich is also saying he once wrote a DOS batch file or wiped a system drive that worked as <laughs> soon as booted. <laughs> Uh, I hope you use that wisely, Richard. We've also got Ian saying my first was at IBM. <coughs> His first IBM was DOS. Uh, Elite, the original I played. So, yeah, I remember playing that on the BBC Micro and the Amiga. I think the Amiga was slightly better because they filled in like the, uh, the, the polygons and stuff, but uh, it was pretty much the same. So, yeah. I remember playing Frogger at school. Now, we got graded on how well we played Frogger, mm -hmm. to tell you anything. That's it. I was great at Frogger. Yeah. I sit there for a long time playing Fro Frogger, and you get the top score. Definitely. Frogger, there's quite a few games back then, to be honest with you. There was, that, there was probably more games about that then than there is today, because you could one person could make a game in like a night sort of thing. And, you know, you had, you had floppy disks that you had to boot the machine with, mm. and then you had a, a disk to actually play the program that you wanted. Yeah. So you, you would bring these disks down to the people in whatever room at school, and the teachers would always be stapling things to the floppy disk, which mm. then in turn ruined yeah. the floppy disk. And no matter how many memos that you put out, don't staple to floppy disks, mm -hmm. they would ruin them. And they were expensive. Yeah. I mean, they were really expensive back then. Uh, that's definitely. Also played a game in the mid-80s on the BBC, which pretty sure was a Rampage. That was Facebook user. Richard saying the days when you had to install sound card drivers every time you wanted a game with sound. Yeah, definitely. Do you remember when they first bought 3D cards out? So you had to have a 2D card in your computer. So like a standard graphics card and then like a 3D card as well. And you had to, I think you had to put put a cable on the back like a VGA type cable from one to the other yeah. and then yeah. plug your monitor in there so the voodoo cards I think I the, remember yeah, voodoo. Were, until they bought the ban voodoo banshee out which was the like the two cards combined which is basically what we class as a graphics card these days one. we got Facebook user was Doom on Windows NT at work uh, I remember playing Duke Nukem 3D when I was at school setting that up on the network that was that was fun Hexen 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 was that the the was it like a spacey uh, like a ship flying around a planet or something hexen i remember now uh, so uh, facebook user i remember ma windows ma had it on a home pc mm -hmm. and like i said before if you knew what you were doing with it and you knew how to tweak it and everything, it was awesome. That's it. Richard Cruz said he used the media center when at the party you could uh, uh, lock the music. Okay, sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Carl's saying dizzy. Um, I'm not sure what you've been doing, uh, you Carl, to make him dizzy. <laughs> 
Yeah. Gary's saying, great show, got to go. That's fine. But who remembers Windows Emmy? Yeah. Gary. It wasn't too bad when you actually put it on a complete brand new machine. Windows ME, as we said before. There we go. And yeah, and magnets were a floppy disk kryptonite and so forth. <laughs> so, right, guys, we're, we're, we're pretty late on now. So, let's have a look. This has been a really good show. Tonight. It has, actually. So, Hexen was a kind of remake of Doom. Yeah, same engine. So, I think Doom and. What else was a quake and stuff all down at the same time? I get to see people that are actually older than me. (laughs) I think you had to have a Rage 3D if you wanted to play DVDs on a 1996-97. You needed a separate decoder cut. Yeah, so that's good. Right, guys, we're going to finish it there. So we're going to say night. But before we do go, there's one thing I'm going to ask you to do. And that's if you haven't already. Make sure you buy your TechMax tickets. I'm going to put the QR code on the screen. Well, it's already at the top corner of the screen anyway if you haven't already seen it i'm going to put it on big on the screen there or go to www.tftmax.com tickets are from free as in zero as in you can get them and with no cost exactly so that entitles you to get in there all day. You can go from the start of the day, that's 10 o'clock till go about 5 talks. o'clock, but you will have to sort out your own lunch. Or for a pound, you can get lunch included. Yeah. And that's like sandwiches and cakes. Well, we've got to sort that out yet, but that's what it was yeah. um, last year. So it's like sandwiches, cakes and stuff. And then if you go for the VIP ticket, which is 25 quid, that gets you into the evening, which includes awards. It also includes free alcoholic drinks. You can have non-alcoholic drinks as well, obviously. And on top of that, we've also uh, got the awards and... What else was it? Oh, yeah, the casino. So we've got the casino in the evening I've got to get that sorted out as soon as I know what I'm doing. Make sure you do that. And just to give you a rough idea of what the event's going to be like, I'm going to click on this. Okay, good night everyone. Thank you for watching. And as we said, make sure you get your tickets for Tech Max because we want to make sure we get to see you all and meet you all at the event. Because if we don't, well, it's a missed opportunity yeah. and you'd be surprised what you can learn and find out by attending things like that. Again, the website address is on... No, it's not. It is now. (laughs) The web address is on the bottom left corner of the screen, so it's just tftmax.com, and we'll see you all next time. Good night, everyone. Good night. Thanks Thanks for joining us. And see you all later.